Yo, yo, yo. Yo. It's all out bubblegum. <laughs> yeah, it is. The podcast. Yeah. In which we talk quite quite extensively, I think, on um, quite a mediocre film called Upgrade. Yes, pretty mediocre. And, <laughs> and a slightly above average film. Yes. Jeremy Saunier's brand new film on Netflix. Hold the Dark. Yeah, boy. It's um really good. It's about wolves. So hopefully you like wolves because you're going to learn a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, them. even if you don't like wolves, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, if you yeah. like wolves, you like, snow. like look out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Child murder. Yeah. It made me feel cold watching it. There's a few things, not just, I, I've, I don't feel cold every time I watch something set in a cold place, <laughs> but there are things that really get the fucking feeling of cold with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, and I this do. This is one of them. Um, yeah, yeah. One mediocre film, one really good film, and uh, some other stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, obviously it's just a, a pleasure to join us for the ride, surely. Exactly. It's good to be talking about anything and you'd, I'm sure you'd have a good time. So. Exactly. Right, but Steve? Yeah, Steve. Where's he still Steve? listens. Does he? Oh, Steve. Occasionally. I kind of miss you, Steve. I was thinking about um, his comedy the other day. He's got a gig tomorrow night. He oh, is it tomorrow? He, he wouldn't tell me where. Oh, so he's gigging. He doesn't want me to come. Oh, my God. said it's the same set as I saw the other week, though, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's a great episode. There's loads of fucking, like, there's so much spoilering and swearing. Like, weird. stacks of it. In fact, I even go in on an article that I read that goes in on the theory of Hold the Dark. So, believe me, if you actually want to watch it and draw your own conclusions, don't listen to this episode yet. Yeah, there's very little point in you listening to any of these if you've not watched the films. Exactly. If you, if you think you might want to watch the films. Like, watch the film and then ring, then ring us. What? Then listen to this. You can ring us as well, but I'm not giving, I'm not giving my, my number, number out. Yeah. Exactly. Think about these things. Come Did on. I ever tell you about the time when I was in my? I was old enough to know better. Me and my friend used to go to London every weekend and to meet boys and men. Oops. So we decided to get some business cards printed with our telephone numbers on it. No. Obviously, back in the day when we didn't have mobiles, late nineties, mid to late nineties. <sighs> And we thought it'd be a really good idea to put the martini slogan on the card. Anytime, place, anywhere. <laughs> so our mothers were receiving calls from potential punters no. for quite some time. Shit, yeah, that's we, bad. Yeah, really bad. So yeah. Oh, that was my first and only foray into sex work. Huh? I didn't meet anyone, but I did. Well, I didn't meet people, but I didn't get, certainly didn't get paid for my... No, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does, right? Well, for more gold, <laughs> for more gold like that, um, yeah, keep, keep yeah, tuning keep in. Yeah, keep tuning in. Um, yeah, right, enjoy. Enjoy. All right, bye. Straight in, straight, straight in off the yeah, bat. That's what she said. Hey. I keep saying that now, I'm bringing it back because <laughs> you've been watching The Office constantly. It's interesting what you said about um, Jim and Pam because actually, have you? Do you hate them these days? I hate them both of them. So do I. They I kinda... think as soon as they get together, they're too smug. Yep, smug, mediocre people. Very mediocre. Jim's a fucking prick, and yeah. uh, do you know when he? It really becomes apparent that he's a prick. Is that uh, is that season where um, my boyfriend Idris Elba comes in and he doesn't like him and he can't handle it? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. and he's trying to it suck gets up to, to him, him and he, that yeah. someone doesn't find him charming. And the thing yeah, is, yeah. that's how I feel if someone doesn't like me. I think I think I feel the but same. But I'm adorable. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, yeah. Yeah, so it's relatable, but, but not I think any, it makes me yeah. uncomfortable because of that. But I hate him. That that's when I really started to hate him. And there's just, and then he becomes a manager like later on. It's just like fuck off, Jim. They're just basic, both of them. They're basic as fuck. <sighs> I just, and I think I sort of look <laughs> back at like quite a lot. Glyn gets really annoyed with the British office with Dawn because he thinks Dawn like sends out mixed messages to Tim. Uh, which okay. I kind of understand why he feels like that, but also I feel like some people are conflicted in their relationships. I get that Pam's conflicted in her relationship, but there is a lot of messing Jim around. I think, in the lead up. 
In the lead. Oh. Yeah, especially when um, yeah. she says that thing about him when he's with um, the new woman. Karen. Yeah, but then that, I think that happened, that's a play off what, how it goes in the UK office. Yeah. Because I think yeah. Tim starts seeing someone and Dawn... Yeah, re- absolutely. Like, but, she's um, overly cold about it considering she's got a boyfriend. Do you know? Yeah. yeah I, I, I hear what you're like, yeah. I'm not saying leading someone on because that's a bit, yeah, I don't know. But it's just, uh, I think... Yeah, I just I just don't think they're particularly nice people. Neither like, do I. I get for comedic value, it's fine, but like. But I don't think they're that funny though. Like not in that fact, funny, he, and they're the straight like they're the straight men. Do you know? But what I mean? think like the way they kind of like to play tricks on other people, it's yeah. like it's mean. It comes across as mean. I don't know if that's because I've changed, or whether. I think as time went on, I th- it just gets meaner and meaner. Like I don't know. Like it. it <sighs> There's, like you said, there's a smugness. Yeah, and I think when you take the piss out of someone, you have to. It has to be done in a certain way, so it doesn't seem mean. I don't think Tim in the British office ever seemed as smug because you wouldn't see him glance at the camera and smile after he had played a I prank hate that or do you know whatever. Man's look, like, like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, bullshit. Like, I, I don't know. I never really felt it with Tim because he was so straight faced, yeah, wasn't he? And exactly. so fucking. And Martin Freeman's like, much more likable. Well, it, it yeah, not, yeah, not no, 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 I, I hear you, I hear you. I, I was, to be fair, I've been watching American Office for years and years and watched it all through a few, apart from those last few, watched it all a good bunch of times. And I think when I first watched it, I found Jim quite likable. Yeah, um, I think I really like bought into the whole, I think like, it's will only they, been, they Yeah, but I think it's only been the last couple of, two, three years or my last rewatch that it's really cemented the fact that, nah, he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, and so she, um, she's not all that. Yeah, neither of them are really. And no. I hate that they kind of then, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Let's not just talk about the no, office No, I don't know, I don't know. It's just easy to watch. It's just that really, easy Oh, really I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's super easy to watch. I, I'm a huge fan. So, um, are, have you got anything else that you've, have you been watching anything? <laughs> that was a really badly framed question. <laughs> It, you knew what I it meant. It was blunt, wasn't it? Yeah. It was jarring. <laughs> I was like, let's get off the office. Tell me something else. Um, unfortunately, still only watched the first two haunting, haunting, Hounds Hound, of Haunted, Haunted Hill, Hill House on the <laughs> hill. The house uh, haunting. What do you think so far? Creepy. Uh, like, I dig it. I'm watching it with Gary and I'd, like, he's open-minded, but I don't think he's fully g- convinced yet. But Fair enough. There, I think th- he will but be there were enough yeah. sporadic moments to pique our interest to keep us watching but we oh, sadly yeah. haven't just haven't got around to watching more than the first two but it, yeah really creepy vibes like I said a few really compelling ideas that I want to see more of and I've heard it just kind of gets quite I've yeah ramps up god I can't even tell you I bawled like a child at the end oh really it's it it's one of the best things that's given you me the best most well-rounded um characters in a long time and i just okay. i love it again something that we say a lot on these shows is that not necessarily something new the concept itself isn't that new it's a haunted house and but it goes a lot into the, one of my favorite things in film which we talked about in our last episode funnily enough ptsd right and how the consequences of a situation or an event carries into the rest of that these people's lives and yeah. I love that it really explores that and I think cool. it's wicked I, I'm really excited to see what you think but yeah, cool. I'd rather you enjoy it and take your time with it and enjoy it because I think I might go back because I rinsed it and you'll forget I feel about like it yeah. I would like to, like savour it as well because it's cool. so good cool yeah I'll hopefully watch some more with Gary tomorrow night if he's about that would be good um are you, are you not doing it on Marvel you're not doing it on Marvel clubs no. separate what, to Marvel yeah separate um one thing we have watched recently has been the Iron Fist season two, and it was fucking brilliant. I'm not even joking. One of the best Marvel Netflix series out of all of oh, them. Oh my god, that's bold. Because he barely got like it was more about the secondary characters. Loads of Colleen Wing, loads of Misty Ooh, Knight. Yeah, she's like Misty Knight. Yeah, right. And loads of them teaming up and fucking kicking ass together. Yeah, Danny's on his ass for a couple episodes. Oh so, God, and it's that's all just the supporting it, cast, and they're all amazing. That's literally uh, the key, isn't it, to making it more likable is to take him out. Less of, the of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, they made him a bit more likable because the fucking first season was half of him just walking around in bare feet, going on the immortal iron fist and like a lunatic but yeah 
It was absolutely amazing. All I, every, there were only ten episodes, where there's been thirteen for every other Marvel Netflix season. So That's they, great. So they've learned from their yeah, mistakes there. Yeah, and the finale brought in loads of lore from the comics that I was all. I was so upset watching the last episode knowing that it had been cancelled the week before or whatever yeah that's um, annoying isn't because it because it's found its feet the the just all the supporting cast are great like really fucking great characters even assholes from the first have had amazing kind of redemption yeah. arcs and shit like yeah it was perfect so real shame that this has now been cancelled. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> as well I, as Luke Cage, also yeah, cancelled. I'm really, really gutted about Luke Cage. But I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I will ever go back. I mean... I've never watched any of them more than once. Anyway, yeah, but I, I mean, I, obviously I finished the first Luke Cage, but I don't know if I'm actually going to finish it. I think I'm too far behind in Daredevil. Probably Punisher I'll never pick up. Definitely wow, never watch yeah, Punisher. I Shit. I know that because was I really like I really like the character of Punisher. I like the whole um Frank Castle thing. I like love the guy who plays him, can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, John in Beth love with him. Bethnal, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love him. <laughs> but I just don't, I can't I don't think I can be bothered. Can't bring yourself to no. it. This is yeah. I mean there's a fatigue, isn't there? And I'm wondering if this is why they're being cancelled. Isn't there a lot of speculation? Like I think after Daredevil's finished well, it's be, it's obviously the new one's on, but I think in a few weeks, weeks, months they'll probably announce that there's not gonna be another one. Jess Jones three will come out and they'll announce there's no will, more yeah. of that. And then the same with the second Punisher season once that's out. Um, which is a shame because I think over only two years, two and a half years, they've been doing the Marvel Netflix ones. Like, if you've been bothered to stay up to date, it's been, it's yeah, it's become really rewarding. So, it's yeah. a shame to, yeah, to throw, yeah, yeah. But uh, who knows? Um, I was going to say to you actually, I I meant to see. It. I've watched it a good couple of weeks now. In fact, I'm really behind on reviewing films, but. I watched it a good few weeks ago, but I don't know if you've seen it yet. Venom? Have you seen that yet? I haven't, no. Mm. What did you think of Venom? Um, do you know what? I went in with z- absolutely zero, zero expectation. I was like, this is going to be whack. Trash, yeah. The only okay. thing I'm sure of is the fact that Tom Hardy's going to be fit and I won't be able to understand what he's saying because he's going to mumble. <laughs> and I was not disappointed in those two points. He was Amazing. beautiful and he mumble. did mumble. But I actually had a lot of fun with Venom. Yeah. Because A, I did not have any expectation, but B, actually, he's cast very well as Eddie Brock. Okay. I don't know much. I don't know much about Eddie Brock and don't his know it's sort huge of his lore, but um, it was quite fun. And I, I don't know if it would have been as much fun in anyone else's hands as, as Eddie Brock. And mm. it, I, yeah, he was interesting. Riz Ahmed obviously is quite good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I had fun. I came out thinking, yeah, that was okay. And it yeah, that was okay. It was okay. I mean, no, I mean, better than okay. Not, it's not Infinity War by any stretch. No, no, no. But, but what is, I've it's not polished in the same way as the rest of the Marvel Universe. And obviously, the Marvel films have been smashing it out of the ballpark for the last six, I would say, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't really always found felt that, that way. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't, it can, it, it can barely compares to those, but it's got, it, found its stride and I think cool. it was pretty interesting and there was a good um, end, end credit scene which was interesting because I was a bit like wow so um, I, I'm hopeful for that I think it will be fun it's quite hard to follow in places because there's just so much going on and those symbiotes are kind of like yeah okay it's all quite dark film you know what I mean like it's yeah visual like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but it was fun and yeah I'm, just, I'm gonna watch it at some point yeah, for sure but again zero expectation um, yeah does it remind? Does it? Is it anything like Upgrade, one of the films we're going to talk about today? Because the guy in Upgrade reminded, looked a bit like Tom Hardy, oh, he's and he's and he's Hardy, speaking he? to a, 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 the the stem thing inside, like the voice that only he can hear. You know. Actually, yeah, I did. I see that. Because from that. watching the trailers of Venom, watching Upgrade, I was like, oh, this. I don't know. There's just this subconscious thing of it reminding me of what from what I'd seen of the trailers. And there's shit. something about Venom though that. It's quite dark in places. Mm. He's got this kind of like it's almost like a buddy movie, yeah, where he's got right, the symbiote right. on board, and it's kind of like oh yeah, we're like a double act, yeah. And but then it's incredibly dark at the same time. So Venom actually does quite violent things that are like ew. Well, he eats people and shit, doesn't yeah. he? But isn't it like a PG thirteen? Has it's not yeah. got a high enough rating to make that stuff that good? I heard. 
I think that I think that's it. I think somewhere along the line, it's got almost like a kiddies feel to it. Not not a children's film, but a they kind should of have like gone Deadpool route, made it a fucking and I've gone said all that out about so many films. What was the? I can't remember the last one, but I, I feel like yeah, they make one I of the DC ones, maybe. Um, can't even remember, but I think if they'd gone all out, it would have been much better because yeah. I'd like because it because it, it doesn't it, it kind of like it doesn't sit that well because it's like this body movie and it's, it's kind of like this bonding between him and the symbiote but then the sim- symbiote's pretty dark and it's yeah, right. you know like it's an alien and it doesn't have like wh- it's a bit like where does this fit yeah will it go balls out crazy which would have been better or, or do you know what I mean like yeah it's yeah yeah that's something like I've heard about it yeah, exactly. it yeah it didn't quite know what it wanted to be basically exactly um, um, so yeah so I mean if you looked at it you'd probably say yes it's pretty messy but I'd be fun. up for watching it's it fun. though it's yeah, fun it looks fun oh um yeah it's it was fun um, Michelle Williams is in it as the girlfriend and I was a bit like fucking get off my screen you're an embarrassment as the girlfriend she plays Anne the girlfriend to Tom Hardy so Michelle Williams you know her she is yeah, I didn't, I'm looking at you blankly. I'm not just. I'm just trying <laughs> to think of like. You definitely air. know her. She was in. She Name was in rings the greatest, a bell. She's in the Greatest Showman, but that. Oh not yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, Greatest um, Showman. She was in Manchester by the Sea, which I haven't still haven't seen because of yeah, because of perverts. Because of fucking Rapists. perverts. Um, um, Michelle you Williams. Know, you I know the know. name. She, she's um oh, she was with Heath Ledger when he died, or they would just split up. She's got babies with him, or a child with him. You definitely know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Her. But she um, is a little bit. She's well. She's very simpering, and you're a bit like, oh, for God's sake! Right, it's 2018. Like, really, love? But yeah, actually, right, she right. pulls it together, and I, t- I eat my words a little bit. So she was good. That's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Yeah. Give that a go at some point. I didn't think it was cinema visit worthy, but then I fucking forget. And, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Then goes to cinema. And That's I only, anyway. Even I only the things go. I want to see. Yeah, exactly. And I only go because I'm. You know, got that card and everything. Yeah. Um, so, shall we? You've just touched upon a film that I think we should go in on. Yes, um, something that I actually heard described in terms of a buddy movie as well. Really? Uh, in terms of him and the fucking stems. So, we're going to talk about a film called Upgrade. Okay, so can I just say, I went in on this one with my brother, was like, oh my God, it's really good. You've got to get on it. Mm. And he somehow built up my expectations, so I went in with like thinking this is, it was going to be Im- incredible, and actually came out thinking, mm. really? Um, I just it it was a good idea. It looked good. It just lost something for me. Yeah. Um, so the premise is um, there's a guy. I can't remember his name. Do you remember the character? Gray. <laughs> grey I wrote it down <laughs> didn't ask you what your favourite colour was uh, <laughs> so grey fire tonight uh, yeah. so grey aka poor man's um, Tom Hardy, Hardy. Yeah. Logan Marshall Green something yeah yeah um, technophobe mm-hmm. in a future um, where everyone yes. loves technology heavy Lo- fucking handed yeah yeah really heavy handed <laughs> like I was watching it with Philly Philly was stuff. down at the weekend and like so I outline the <laughs> plot from IMDB and the first like 20 minutes of dialogue he was going oh right so he's a technophobe is he right oh so he he's not that keen on technology no right right because it's hammered home so heavily like, so yeah we meet him and oh. he's, he's um up he's um he's customizing a vintage car that's it isn't he doesn't he listen to records as well or something like a proper like hipster bastard but so so when you begin the film it is quite it's quite unclear as to what kind of time I era saw, we're in, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's but look at the cities and stuff. All look quite futuristic. Do you There's see self-driving them cars. Oh well, well, I'm not sure because I watched it ages ago and again. Okay, I've had yeah, to yeah. Do, yeah. I completely yeah. No, I agree. So it, I guess it's it's almost like it establishes itself in his like little bubble of vintage. Right. So you're not. And too then as it, okay, cool, as it cool. kind of pans out, you know, his wife comes home. She's driving a. She's in a self-driving car everything their home is like state of the art everything's on a tablet Alexa or a, yeah stuff, exactly yeah. but times a bajillion times yeah. a bajillion <laughs> that, which <laughs> is a true measure and um yeah she's very efficient in she's very into the technology he's kind of like a little ribs her a little bit about it because he's a technophobe because he's a technophobe just in case you didn't get that and then he does that's that whole thing about um 
he's just customized this car for some guy mm. and he's like right we're going to drop it off tonight and you can follow me and we can take me home in the self-driving car so the self-driving car can follow them uh, follow them yeah right follow them there and, yeah. I'm, I just got bored explaining it <laughs> that's not a good sign <laughs> it's not a boring film by any stretch I think if you had a love of sci-fi and you, maybe you'd be a bit more I think Glenn enjoyed it a bit more than I do I'm a bit like oh, boring I'm not really into this futuristic thing unless it's like very very good uh, yeah I am and I'm uh, like for, for it delivers exactly what you'd expect, doesn't it? Uh, well, I it, expected more, and I think. Oh, okay, because it had been hyped to you. So maybe, yeah. I, to be honest, I thought it sounded kind of lame from just reading this. <laughs> not lame, but from the synopsis on IMDb, I didn't think it sounded great. <laughs> um, so I think it surpassed my expectations because I went That's in with really none. That's really good. Yeah. Um, but it was. The, the action sequences were actually incredibly well done. Like, yeah. So oh God, the technophobe gets in an accident, becomes a paraplegic, uh, a rich dude, scientist, research company, you know the vibe. They offer him a second chance in the form of a microchip that can make him walk again and do all this wonderful thing. Yeah. And like be a companion for when he needs it. He can switch it on and off whenever he decides, but it can help him function and gain control of his limbs and do all the things that he'd want to do before he was a paraplegic. Um, and then he gets caught up in violence and shit and shit escalates. There's people after him and then this stem, this artificial that's helping him walk kicks in and like cuts throats it rips someone's head open with a knife through the jaw do you remember that yeah, like, I do there's remember actually that some bit. really gory moments in it that those were the bits that made me think oh actually it's not it's not that bland of a film because there were some horrific moments yeah there's a bit where um, he beats up a bouncer and it's pretty pretty traumatic yeah but one thing before i forget i don't know if you remember so Without the stem on, he's a paraplegic in a wheelchair. He switches stem on <laughs> and he's Superman. Yeah. But as soon as he switches it off, back to the paraplegic. This is explained to him right at the beginning. But throughout the film, at random moments, for whatever reason, he'll turn the stem off and collapse to the floor. Go, why aren't my legs working? And the stem thing's like, Joe, you're paraplegic without the stem. Like, he keeps having to be reminded of the shit. I don't know if you even noticed, but <laughs> Phil and I couldn't stem. handle the amount of times he just dropped to the floor oh, going, geez. what's happened to my legs? And they're going, well, same every time, mate. Like, <laughs> fucking, we were, yeah. I didn't even notice. We found it super funny that it was taken, like, each time he was surprised and he was going, what's going on? Why can't I walk? It, yeah. He's a terrible actor as well. He I think. wasn't very good, was he? he and was I feel like he personalityless. Like. Yeah, and I feel like he really suffers from looking like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, because you expect something more from him. He doesn't yeah. have even an ounce of the charisma that he Tom Hardy has. Does he? It's a shame. Um, yeah. It is a real shame. I, I thought some of the action scenes were good, but they were very wooden, and like some of the dialogues bit. It's a bit like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, it was very. Um yeah, very uh, what was the guy? I was going to say something else and it's gone. Oh, there's a bit there's a bit where his his wheelchair gets stolen by that other guy with the his paraplegic. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite funny. Yeah. He's got like a not a state of the art um wheelchair but it's better than it's the guys. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the guy and there's people who've had him modded arms so they've got cannons in. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh I yeah. like the idea of that. <laughs> um what was there was oh do you remember i don't know if you remember the ending because i don't so i had to look it up <laughs> um, okay yeah because again i watched it weeks and weeks ago stupidly um, oh because it all ends up being this um it's a black mirror type theory. Ending. yeah it's it actually do you know what it did feel very much like a black mirror episode and again like on the nose one, yeah exactly not like <laughs> a, not a tip of the hat or whatever but just a straight <laughs> rip off wasn't it like stem the the AI implanted into him basically took over and um, left Joe in his consciousness within his own head, but in some dreamlike state. Where is he on a beat? He's don't know. But oh, he's, he's back with the wife. He's back with he? the wife before the accident. He's in his happiest moment, and he's just unaware that that's not his reality because Stem's taken over. Do you know what? As well, I think it was meant to be a big reveal, but it wasn't. It, it didn't feel like a big reveal it was a bit like yeah obviously what else would it be yeah 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 be? yeah precisely like not for a moment were we going <laughs> so his wife never died what like or was it all a dream actually i did think we both laughed we were like is it gonna say this was all a dream for real like, oh god um, it, it, it did have a feel to it that was a bit like do you remember moon 
seen. A Moon is a really good film, though, and I'm not. I'm not laughing at it. Um, Unfortunately, Rockwell. it's got a bad man's voice in it. But um, that's Kevin Spacey. But um, Sam Rockwell is exceptional, and it and is it, it, it's about I this guy. Went to watch it recently. I think it's good. Yeah, it's really good. But um, did I you will. start watching it. Or? I don't remember. I I bought the DVD. I Did just you? haven't watched it yet. Yeah, ages ago, because I really like Sam Rockwell. He's yeah, good. he's exceptionally good. He's a very, very talented guy. Um, um, and Moon is good, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. It's that kind of like, like, yeah, like a buddy movie, but um, God, I could not deal with it. I just could not deal with having someone in my head. Oh, yeah, it would fucking it would be se- too much. Just, it's bad enough having to deal with myself. Yeah, and I think I've written it like it was, it's kind of an old trope, um, like... I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't the most original, inspiring film. Uh, it did have some cool moments, but I had to remind myself of those cool moments. I think if you're mocking it, and this is not by in, by no means a um, criticism, sometimes some of the best films are mockable. Like yeah, pretty much all of yeah, Nicholas yeah, Cage's yeah. back catalogue right. is mockable. But um, I think if you're actually laughing at it because the um the message that it's driving home is so heavy-handed yeah yeah watch out for it yeah 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 it's not a good film and um technology good or bad yeah exactly (laughs) what are you saying you're basically saying that again you're not saying anything new yeah yeah. you're saying that the computers and technology is going to take over and it's going to become it's going to take us over well, yeah, we it's been said a million times before. Yeah, exactly. That's what Terminator says. So I saw a really good tweet the other day saying something about anyone not conv- like if anyone's still convinced we should be looking into researching AI, I heavily suggest you watch the film The Wrong Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> it really made me scream. Because <laughs> um, so I actually good. watched that randomly recently. <laughs> so good. It's so. so but I good. love that being the benchmark. For for AI <laughs> gone haywire rather than Terminator. That, like, I think that's a new good benchmark. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that was Upgrade. It was a film from this year, summer this year, by a director called Lee Wanell. Um, yeah, I didn't really know him. As uh, I say, poor man's... Um, I feel like they... I, do you know what else? I felt like maybe they wanted Tom Hardy for the lead. Yeah. But they also wanted Gerard Leto for that weird technological guy. Oh, I felt they wanted the guy from... Uh, Chronicle and oh, Spy, you know, because yes. he had a similar creepy-looking goblin kind of did. face. Yeah, uh, I stand corrected. I kept thinking, yeah. like, but yeah, not the guy they cast, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it, is, it was overhyped for me, but I, it, I haven't thought about it since, and I, I think that's quite a big sign of yeah, I a medium, I, mediocre film. My mm, brother loved it, but just that's interesting. Uh, yeah, but then, uh, but, but, but then maybe if I had gone, sorry, talking over you. No, no. I think maybe if I had gone in and it had just been tweeted as a little an indie, maybe I would have enjoyed it more. I just don't know. I don't. I don't think I would have. To be fair, I just sh- don't think it's my cup of tea. Yeah, same, same. But then again, like uh, Ex Machina, that's my cup of tea, and that's a similar AI got. Do you know what I mean? It's. Not, I mean, I'm not comparing the two films, but like they've got some similar themes. Yeah, they have. So I can't say that that type of thing isn't my thing. I just, I don't know. It was predictable as fuck, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, exactly. And I, I think I was off on the wrong foot straight away. Which is like, oh, really? What? So what's this guy's? Di- oh, right, yeah, technophobe. Technophobe. <laughs> oh, look, he's doing up a car, a uh, classic car. He's obviously like got, his moral, got the moral high ground on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was such girlfriend. a smug prick about it, wasn't he? <sighs> yeah. I'm glad they broke his limbs. It really annoyed me as well that she just got home from work. And he made her go out with him. Yeah, like no choice. Like, she's literally just got in. And you're what have you been doing? Playing with your car all fucking exactly. day, Oh, like what? Like <laughs> re- being repelled by telephones? Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I it mean, was, it was okay. It, it was, was average. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Phil and I were a bit smashed watching it, so we had a laugh. Yeah. We were kind of gawping at the level of violence in some of the bits because they were so over the top it did have a kind of horror element to it in yeah, that it sense because it, 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 it was gory for for a sci-fi conspiracy thriller ai thing it was fucking gory but yeah it yeah, did wasn't great you know it had that kind of like neon vibe you know like a lot of films are using that neon vibe at the moment like yeah, um yeah. john weeks certainly used it 
neon demons used it it's that kind of like that lighting it's very like um atomic blondes used it, uh, it so it looks good in that respect it's yeah. quite it's quite of of this time but that's not enough is it? it's not enough and it, d- it just goes to show like it's not it isn't enough um moving swiftly on <laughs> just because it's by a director we've both enjoyed films from yeah before. i've got a lot of thoughts about this okay film. we're going to talk about hold the dark it came out on Netflix, what, a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. It's by Jeremy Saunier. Who, One of our faves. Yep, directed Blue Ruin and Green Room and... Murder and, Party. Yeah, and aside from Murder Party, those other two films of his, like personally, those are, those were standout films no, to Murder me. Party's a standout. <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's, you're always banging yeah. on about Murder Party. Oh, I love it. You? I reference it all the time. Um, but no, I've, I think, uh, yeah, we've always... Fucking <laughs> said what a great director he is. And yeah, he's this exceptional. Is his latest. Yeah. What did you think? What were your first thoughts? Initial. <laughs> okay, so no, that wasn't it. I'm blowing. <laughs> I'm not writing a raspberry. That was my mm, thinking. Okay, so I think it's quite obvious that this is a an above average film. It is almost so subtle that I, oh, I certainly <laughs> had to do some research afterwards because I was like, there is so much symbolism, so much. Um, it's quite subtle. Mm, mm. It's fucking moody, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very ambiguous. And yeah. very ambiguous um, to the point where, like, I did not get half the things that I read up on once I'd read the article on it. Uh, you might have read the same article. But I've not read up on anything. I've just okay, talked with a few people what. who've seen yeah. it. So I'm... It is quite... It, it's well performed. Like, you can't fault the acting. Yeah, fantastic. Can't fault the way it looks. Yeah. The whole setting's great. It's really interesting. It reminded me a little bit... Not really, but just the setting. It reminded me of that Wind Jeremy. River. Yeah. yeah, Wind River, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Someone else, when telling me about it before I'd seen it, started talking about that. And I was like, so it's a film like that? And they were like, no, but just, you know, what? It's like, nothing like that, but no, but you can so, get, yeah. It's a, it's, I guess it's just a similar location. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. So um, if you don't know about it, basically it is about a lady who, I've forgotten the name of. Uh, Mrs. Sloan. Mrs. Sloan. Mrs. Sloan has a young kid and he goes missing one day and he's suspected to have been taken. So basically they grow, they're they living in a small Alaskan town. Yeah, super remote. Super, super remote, super bleak in terms of Everything. snow, <laughs> snows of snow. And um, he seems to be one in a, a quite a significant number of children that have gone missing and suspected to have been taken away by a pack of wolves that kind of inhabit the outskirts of this village so she writes a letter to a a wolf expert who's also an author of wolf mentality yeah (laughs) pack culture (laughs) yeah he's written some books on the subject and in one of his books he describes having to kill a wolf at some point doesn't Mm -hmm. he yeah so she's yeah she's kind of like yo russell um, AKA, AKA Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. AKA yeah. Bernard from. AKA Arnold from Arnold. Westworld. Oh, is it Bernard? No, he's both. Uh, yeah, he is. What door? Spoilers. What yeah, door? What do- yeah. Oh. I suddenly thought, shit, you didn't. Yeah, but no, you knew. Of course. No, I knew. Um, I just haven't watched the second one. But no, um, yeah, I. I love this guy anyway. I just love him. I love he's his amazing, face. isn't he? Yeah, um, he's really good. I was worried. Yeah, he has a total, total different demeanour to in Westworld, and I, I, I don't think I've seen him in much else. So he was, yeah, I, yeah, really great performance from him. He's brilliant. So his name is Russell uh, Core or something. What Core. is it? Core? Yeah, Core. I think it's yeah, Core. Yeah. So he comes to this small. Uh, his comes to this small um, village. He's also got a little bit of an ulterior motive because his estranged daughter lives in a nearby kind of like town. She lives in Anchorage somewhere, kind of yeah, near, sort it. of nearish by. Um, so there's a little bit of a trauma there between him and his yeah, daughter. Yeah, he's trying to reconnect. But anyway, he? he comes in and he um, he sits down with this woman, Mrs. Sloan, and talks to her a little bit about the fact that her son's gone missing and she wants him to kill the, the wolf that took him. Mm-hmm. Even um, though she says, I'm aware he's probably dead, my son. You might only find a pile of bones, but I need you to kill the wolves that yeah. have done it. And he and she's kind of like, um, yeah. So that they're kind of doing that, having some jokes with the um, wolves. Uh, meanwhile, her husband, my boyfriend Alexander Sarsgaard. I don't know which. I didn't recognise that. Sar or Skarsgård? Skarsgård. I didn't recognise that one. Maybe he's. 
Yeah, he is one of the stem oh, no, cell studs. Yeah, I'm sure he is, but there's a lot of them. And yeah. I, I get him all kind of muddled, but oh, he, he's he the was most brilliant. Sexual one, I think. Okay. Oh. Sorry, me, you might. Yeah. I don't expect. Nah, you to do I the like same. the other one. I like. Bill. I forget his name. Nah, Bill. he might not even be one of. No, fuck it. Well. I think I know mind. the one you mean. Um, the one that looks slightly like shifty-eyed. Oh, I don't know. Don't know. We'll we'll <laughs> in a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just had I had a sex dream about him, so I feel very close to him right now. Okay. Anyway, he's not a particularly nice guy in this. Anyway, but he kind well, of is. He's he is in the beginning because we see that flashback, don't yeah, we? Yeah. Well. Do you remember the flashback to him and the war? Yeah, but it's not a, it's not flashback, is it? It's like the... Um, oh, I suppose it's yeah. not, is it? Because well, that's kind of like running alongside, because obviously all of this shit's kicked off in um, Alaska, but also it's running along par- parallel. So when you, you know that when it kicks off there, he's already on his way home. Yeah. You know I mean? It's just like almost running parallel. But I see what you're saying. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, yeah. To, uh, not to be No, because like, I think the other guy turns up, doesn't he? The husband's friend turned like you see him stand. Anyway, yeah, some shit's gone down. Where's he been fighting in Iraq or Iraq, somewhere? Iraq, yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's almost he's he's not fatally injured, but he's almost he's very seriously injured. But, but just before that, the first we see of him is him witnessing a fellow soldier, one of his comrades, doing something fucking horrible. Yeah, and he is sexually he, assaulting a local woman. Yeah, so, so he, he fucking um, stabs yeah. this. He violently the stabbing was brutal. And then doesn't he? He gives the woman the knife and just walks out. And then you and, hear it. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, to know it was it was really quite gratuitous. But I was like, this is a fucking this dude's all right. Do you know what I mean? You think <laughs> yeah. he's 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 on yeah. the, he's on the right side of things. Like yeah, like yeah. Yeah, his his moral compass is pointing in the right exactly. direction. Precisely. And um, yes, it, but he's also not afraid to get his hands dirty, which is interesting. I think um, it's important to say, as if anyone would ever think otherwise, that this film is probably just as brutal as any as Green Room and as Blue Ruin. Mm. It's it's it, I would say it's not gratuitous, but it kind of is. There's a lot of violence. Mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, steal yourself for that. I mean, that's probably why most of us are in it. I'm I'm quite a fan of ultraviolence, so yeah, I it? hate it in real life. I, uh, if I was, oh, yeah, if yeah, I'm in yeah. the street and there's any sign of it makes me feel so anxious but i can deal with it in film but i think it's in, not real to me in Sonia, in they feel it feels very real in it his does. films like do you remember the stanley in green room the stanley knife um and the bit with I'd, the arm yeah i mean i was always focused on the arm but i'd forgotten the bit with the stanley knife because it's a split second and i think when things happen in real life they have they're not drawn out with fucking speed like it's just quick yeah and horrible um, yeah yeah so he's always been great at getting that realism across um one thing knowing the kind of film that it was going into it i wasn't sure there would be because it like blue ruin especially there's a real human element to it because macon or mason blair macon. macon blair our main dude who i, I was chuffed to see is in hold the dark yeah um, but he's our main dude and he's on a revenge fucking spree or whatever but he fucks up a lot doesn't he and he stumbles and fumbles and somehow comes out it's not comedy but there are some funny moments very human relatable moments where he doesn't know what he's doing and it becomes apparent and when our main guy fucking Mr. Core, Russell Core, in Hold the Dark goes out hunting these wolves on his first day, he's been amazing. He stalked them all from quite a distance. <laughs> Remember this bit? I do. Like, and he's seen them all. They haven't seen him. He's got his gun at the ready. And what does he do? He falls down the bank, <laughs> dropping love. his gun, My making a huge noise so all the wolves are looking at him, manages to slyly grab his gun, and there's like gaffer tape over the end of it yeah, or something and he yeah. can't tear it off and fuck like to me yeah that that to that specific moment was made me think right yeah. back to blue ruin like absolutely just this, like it was relatable do you know what i mean absolutely and you're quite right because he's kind of he's kind of like been bigged up to be this kind of like real expert in his field yeah. which he, he is he i'm found sure the wolves already but he's Boom. fallible like, and that makes him max make, that makes you root for him a lot more because absolutely. you're like yeah yeah oh, this yeah. guy can fall down in even though i was wall. laughing and going you fucking idiot you fucking idiot but it's quite like, symbolic isn't it that the, the, the wolves aren't interested in him they're not and that, that's not the first time he falls down in front of a pack of wolves. No, uh, well, and no, do you reckon he meets the wolves? Do you reckon 
Because he, the wolves, he sees they're eating one of their young, aren't they? Yes. Yes. So does. is that why they're not? That's probably why they're not interested interested in him. Um, I think that's part of the reason, but also it just seems like they just don't care. Because he's got empathy for them, and this yeah. is what Mrs. Sloan said when she asks him to kill the wolves. She's like, "Now I know you have empathy for them, but I also know it's something you can do." So maybe it's that kind of un- unspoken understanding. I thought it was quite beautiful. Like I. I was worried going into it that it would be a film about him walking around in the snow hunting wolves, if I'm honest. But there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of it. After the first day, he returns. It's returned. not even about the wolves. It's about wolf, wolf culture. Whoa. Whoa. I wonder if that came through. That was thunder, by the way, in the background. Yeah, thunder. It's exciting. Oh, it's, I love nights like this. Got to walk home in with my laptop after this. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, I was worried it would just be all about him and the snow hunting wolves, but yeah. uh, after returning back to Mrs. Sloan's house empty-handed the f- on the fir- after the first day looking for them, he can't find Mrs. Sloan anywhere. Looking around, he stumbles across some shit. Turns out the body of a little boy. Again, spoilers, obviously. But the boy he's been out searching for the wolves who've taken or whatever was actually dead in the mother's house all along. And the thing is, actually, um, something that he didn't really take any note of, and I think probably we didn't take any note of until this point, is that on the way out to meet the wolves, just before he stumbles the first time, he meets an elderly native lady yeah. who tells him... To stay away that, from... Yes. He's, she says, you're going the wrong way. And he's like, no, this is, this is right. And she's like... Mrs. Sloan knows evil. He, she's basically trying to persuade him to fuck off quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he fucking wishes he did. He's kind of Im- she's implying she's a witch or something. Yeah, she? she said that she knows evil. She doesn't really go into it at this point, but she'd just say, Mad- Mad- I think her name's, she's got a weird name. I can't remember what it is. Ah, uh, yeah, I forget. But um, Slo- Mrs. Sloan knows evil. So she's clocked onto whatever's going on with that. Yeah. Doesn't elaborate. Obviously, uh, there's maybe a bit of a d- distrust about. A non-local outsiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. outsiders, exactly. So um, she tries to sort of get him to turn around. He doesn't, and um, well, we'll elaborate more on that later on. But um, so yeah, this is only about a third of the way through the film. It's quite moody, isn't it? Because there are a little bit. There's a little scene where, sorry to no, 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 in there, but um, there's a bit where um, on the first night he goes out and he kind of actually it's it's following it's following his first like bit where he goes out to see the um, wolves but before he's found out what the real story is right. before he, there's that bit where she um, comes out to him seduces him yeah but it's more than it's yeah. not really like there, there's something a sexy way is it almost I mean it, it, it's not clear it doesn't it? feel sexual but I get I get it it could be construed that way but she's wearing a wooden mask she's naked and she's wearing a wooden wolf mask yeah as you do and um she kind of, I don't know. She just kind of walks towards him and li- lies down on the bed on the sofa with him. But then there's a bit where she kind of gets his hand and puts it around her throat. So it's, yeah, there's an aggression yeah. to it, but it's it's almost like she wants some aggression from him, which he doesn't deliver. And it's it's quite, quite uncomfortable. I feel very like. uncomfortable because he's uncomfortable. But he's a nice guy, so he kind of yeah yeah he doesn't it, yeah oh, yeah it was weird. It's very it was uh, atmospheric, yeah. isn't it? Yeah yeah and. I'm not sure what relevance that had to the rest of the story because I haven't read up on any of it and it's ambiguous as fuck. Really intri- going into this, my friend Pete saw it. He really loves Green Room, Green Room and Blue Ruin and hated this. Yeah. Really disliked yeah, it. I can see he, w- he wouldn't give me it. another word until I'd seen it as to why. He didn't even want to let me know that, but yeah. I begged him and he was like, really didn't dig it. Tom loved it. Loved, thinks it was brilliant. I um, really liked it. I really liked it, but I did have to do quite a lot of reading up on it, so I didn't come out of it knowing, really understanding it. I understood yeah. probably the main points, hopefully, but the nuances, I was a bit like, yeah. Ah. Well, this is, I mean, Pete's reasons I later found out for not enjoying it were he found it too ambiguous to the point where you were unaware of any of the character's motivations. Because he, I like speaking to him, he's a fan of fucking ambiguity in films and Aww. things not being handed to you, mm-hmm. just spoon-fed like. Mm-hmm. But he, he still thinks there needs to be some understanding of, of at least some character's motivations. And uh, I can understand that. But for me, as soon as the, like, the bit we've just described, like it turns out that it, this boy hasn't been kidnapped by wolves and... Like, the, the film takes such a sudden, sharp twist 
I like I was completely enthralled. Um, I I was too, but and then when I read it, I was like, cool. So um, I don't know. Do you want me to spoiler it? Cause well, should we just t- talk yeah. about how the film pans yeah. out, l- plays out a little bit? So, yeah, I won't spoiler it too much, but I will. I think. Well, we can spoiler it because yeah, we exactly. threatened to do so anyway. At the oh, beginning yeah, of exactly. Each episode, so, so yeah, exactly. So um, so she she's gone missing, and no one knows where she is. At pretty much the same time, good old. Mr. Sloan turns back up. Yeah. And he goes to see the body, doesn't he? And like it's all very traumatic. Does he? He's, he's yeah, he's told about he's told about everything. Like, which is obviously quite big news. Like, yeah. And then he goes to identify the body and um Mr. Cause there and he's like, Who the fuck is this? And people are like, Oh, he was with your wife last night before she went missing because hunting wolves who blah blah blah. He's kind of explained everything. Yeah. And He's kind of off with him, and the husband's got a friend there as well who looks kind of threatening. Like they identify He's the a body. Guy, isn't he? um, He's and then mate. they're standing outside the police station. Everyone kind of going their separate ways. And then he just pulls out a gun, and fucking starts killing all the police, doesn't he? He does because yeah, it's it's very it it's like what the f- again these guys are helping like, you. Dude. This was ten minutes after the first shock, like first total curveball. There was another like we we. Yeah, we couldn't. St- we had no idea where it was going, and I loved that. Yeah, um, I loved that because I didn't know where it was going either. And you, you don't really know his motivations, even when it pans out a little bit. You don't really get his motivation. Yeah. Um, it, you have to think about how dramatic and crazy it is that he guns down the almost the complete police force. This is a tiny village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, these people have probably grown up with each other. Yeah. That's well, crazy. they have. They yeah. I think it's implied through the like, conversation. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So, wow. What what would make him do that? That's it. And, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, we are going to... Sp- like mm-hmm. the, um, We find out it's to then go back into the morgue or wherever to retrieve his son's dead body, bury it in the snow, what, and perform what looked like some sort of kind of ritual. Yeah. Um, again, nothing's really elaborated on too much, and then the husband kind of sets off to we assume find the wife. It becomes like a race to, to get to Mrs. Sloan before he does. But, so f- but yeah, but we're not. Sh- but again, we're not sure of people apart from Mr. Core or whatever. We're not sure of their motivations. No, so Mr. Core sort of teams <laughs> up with the local sheriff. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. They're a good, they're a good pair. They're yeah, a good. Yeah. I like the they're bonding in it, and he's got a baby on the way, hasn't he? With and they're like older parents, aren't they? So yeah. they, I've got this baby on the way, and the wife's a little bit wary about you know wanting to lose her husband, you know, in all this violence. In fact, that you remember that shootout that they have with the police, like the, yeah. um, the husband's mate and the whole police force. That reminded me a bit of Wind River, actually, because obviously that's a big shootout with the police in one point, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, yeah, I'd and it, yeah, it is exactly. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess things just went like. I, at this point, I thought it was going to be the husband was looking for the wife because he'd be out for blood for killing their son. And that's what I think we're meant to think. Yeah, well. and like you said, racing against the policeman with Mr. Core, also trying to find the wife to bring her to justice. Uh, you know, uh, and again, it, it kind of takes a different, it veers off in a different direction near the end, doesn't it? But um, I feel like, I do feel like that was his motivation and then he sees her and then she kind of deals with him in a certain way and she stops him from wanting to take out that yeah yeah but um yes yeah exactly i i really want to tell you what i've read about it tell me tell me can i really tell you because it is a big spoiler like and it's only a necessary theory but i think it's it is what it is yeah but um the kid himself he's not he's got a condition hasn't he got the impression that he was he had not special needs necessarily but there was something about him that wasn't quite I'm doing it in inverted commas because it's not my words, but something about him was off. Right. Not, or, I don't know if he was autistic or just something. There okay. was something. I don't know if I imagined it or whether. Don't I remember because you only see him for the or, first yeah. few seconds at the beginning. But um. Oh, and in flashbacks with the dad, yeah. Yeah. So there's this, uh, this is, and again, I'm saying there's anything wrong with that, but in 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 the way it was explained is that the two husband and wife. Oh, our brother and sister. Okay. And the whole thing about the kid 
could be like a a, a symptom of a, like an incestuous relationship right and that's why she kills him because it's like it's something that a, a pack of wolves may do for the greater good of the pack they may kind of eat the young yeah 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 like with but when they move on and you know that you see them go off with the body she's pregnant again again where is any of this said or suggested it maybe it's there if we rewatched it yeah i'm gonna i think i'm gonna (laughs) give that another go like kind of like she's because because there's dialogue at the end between the husband and wife when they do find each other that if I'm on like it kind of went over yeah but I feel like maybe it's supposed to be this un this unsaid thing where she kind of communicates all of this to him without any words which is weird but maybe they've got their own like maybe that's it, their connection is such a of such a high level that they yeah don't yeah I don't know but um that's what this article said anyway I can say that's yeah yeah yeah, yeah dude, that's really interesting it really fills in a lot of blanks but yeah the point is that she's done it she hasn't done this because she's an evil person she's done this because she wants to keep this pack which is their little family unit which is protected from civilization and, and yeah. it's like it is this unit the only way to move it on and keep it safe is to get rid of the weak link yeah 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 like and therefore they've got this yes killing yeah exactly and i read it and i was like okay that that actually explains quite a lot of stuff that's interesting yeah 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 but i you i never would have got that from any of it i just would have thought they were a weird couple we were wondering about wolf spirits and all sorts of shit because yeah there's because there's a heavy dose of mysticism implied yeah but they're it's a small uh isolated community where there's bound to be like specific folklore, folklore yeah. To, yeah right absolutely but there's, there's a point where um when core first involves the police he also involves some of the, the natives which includes this older woman yeah who um it, it's the woman that first warned him about her knowing evil and she explains to him that she's actually possessed by a wolf that's demon, right. yeah 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 or like a wolf god or something but again maybe this is metaphorical for what you're saying yeah 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 absolutely but it ends up but yeah it ends up being that everything any action that she's taken is can be related back to wolf behavior yeah and um that's really interesting yeah yeah, i'll send you the article because it is really interesting and it pads it out a lot yeah Cool. I don't know if it's. It, I don't think it's an opinion piece. I think it's actually. I don't know if it's information that's come from Jeremy Solner or whether it's just somebody explaining it in a much better way than I ever could. Right. But um, it pads it out, and it, it also. I can't remember exactly what it says, but it talks about the two, um, uh, the two occasions where Russell could have been attacked by a wolf, but the wolves choose not to, mm-hmm. and kind of like gives you a bit more information about that. Cool, yeah, link me up with that. that so I've spoiled the shit out of that, including the Well, I mean, this is what we promised to do. We do, um, we promised. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'll send we, you that. We save people from watching films by telling mm-hmm. them about them instead. Like, people would waste, what, three and a half hours watching the two films. We've now saved them the trouble of doing. Exactly. So. Although I would, I would say... Hold the Dark's worth a watch. Oh, yeah, everything we talk upgrade. about. Upgrade. Oh, yeah, no Not upgrade. So Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, it depends. If you Hold want mindless, then maybe, but just Hold watch John Wick again. <laughs> Done. Um, Hold the Dark was awesome. I, but, yeah, but like I said about that very human, relatable element to it that makes you sympathise with the main character, there was that. But other than that, so different from his last two. Very like, different. Really wasn't what I expected. Um looked stunning like all of the alaskan scene like like as well as being open-mouthed at some of the violence and stuff we were also in awe of just the beauty of the locations and stuff it's beautifully shot um it is and did you know that the screenplay is by macon blair i didn't know that no that's great that's really good he's a, yeah he's, cool he's He's a very interesting guy because he yeah, really appears in it as well. And I feel like sometimes his cameos are the highlight of the films. Absolutely, that he yeah. In. When he came, I Aww. like I had a little cheer, but the end, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, the things aren't great for him. No, of course, but, but I kind of got that idea <laughs> right going in. Um, I yeah, like it didn't. 
Yeah, I didn't think he'd come out of it. You know, that in well. um, you know, in Blue Ruin, where he calls on his friend, who's slightly geeky. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like in this film, he's he was geeky that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it, yeah, and absolutely. it reminded there me of that. And I, I don't know if it was like yeah. a little no- nod to it. It but might have been, yeah, because they were old friends, weren't they? And it was a similar, yeah, just a cool. And it's like, how far would you go for your friend? Because it was like, like um, Laverne Sloan turns up on the doorstep and he mm. needs to be stitched up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No questions asked. Yeah, it's yeah, It's a bit yeah. like, mm, I wonder what I would do for my friends in that situation. Get out, get Just out. Get, James, out. Look, for a start, I'll, you didn't I'll ring r- me ahead of time. I've <laughs> get out. <laughs> ring 999. Just wait here on the doorstep. God, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I um, I think it's an above average film I think it's maybe not a film that I'd wa- want to watch that much again no same although I think maybe I would like to go back and see if I can sew it all together with knowing what I know now yeah that might be interesting you definitely but it's not a feel good movie it doesn't it's not I guess it, it's got a happy ending in some respects yeah but at what cost and he kind of reconnects with his daughter doesn't he yeah yeah so and that's I think cool. for him it's all about that isn't it yeah so he um, kind of gets what he wants there yeah, he gets more and more fucked up and useless as it goes on, doesn't he? Like, just more and more out of his depth. Do you ever think about? Him. Yeah, do you ever think about what how awful it would be to be shot with an arrow? Christ. Because yeah. I'd somehow I feel like that would be worse than being shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of having it to be pulled back out is disgusting. Oh, grim. But on that note, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's hope that never happens. Yeah, really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed Hold the Dark. Um, yeah, really nice surprise to find out that had even come out a couple months ago. Yeah, I didn't, I saw it on, I saw it appear, but I did not know it was Sonios. So good, good work. Yes, yeah. yeah, good shout. Yeah, um, good. Just trying to think of, you know, written some stuff down. Oh, yeah, so. There's a couple things. We've talked about Beverly Loughlin. Yep. And possibly Suspiria. Oh, we, yeah. We heard of a film called Possum. Yes. Galina was talking to me about that film. Do you know who's directed it and written it and stuff? I, th- I assume written it. Like, it's his film. It's Matthew Holness. Plays Garth Marenghi in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. And Sammy, the IT guy in the office, the UK office. Yes, yes. So he's quick comedy a long a number of years ago. Yeah, I think I've seen the trailer for it. The trailer looks chilling. Um, Remind me a little bit about what it's about because I know I've seen it. Disgraced children's entertainer. Um, It's not a comedy. Just the way you said it. Well, I read an interview with him recently, and he was saying there's similarities to the whole Savile thing. Um, ah. and he kept saying in this interview that he needs to reiterate it's not a comedy it's not a black comedy it is a horror f- it's a psychological horror film um, If you, ha- I only actually saw the trailer the other day I, my friend Pete told me about it a while ago read about it a couple of weeks ago in this interview with Matthew Holness but the trailer itself looks terrifying um, I'm worried I read some comments after I mean YouTube comments are fucking toxic at the best of times but People were, there are a lot of people saying that the trailer was misleading and implies it's something it's not. Um, because Isn't it's that better it, than showing the entire film? N- no, I mean, look at Colossal. The tra- Fuck no, Colossal. No, but I just mean the, the... I honestly think had the trailer... Like, no, but I think a, a film about... I'm like, about it. So, but a film about, like, toxic relationships, like, that isn't in itself a bad thing. But when it's being presented as a light-hearted comedy, that's what fucking got to me because it wasn't that. So, the, and the trailer yeah, for this implies there's possibly supernatural elements and monsters and this oh. and that. But it's a psychological thriller, so I'm guessing any of that is going to be hallucinations or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think I saw people pissed off saying this is misleading, whatever. But. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch the trailer for Possum because it looks. I feel like I have, but I'm gonna. Terrifying. I'll refresh myself tonight. Uh, tonight, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and he's obviously yeah, he's great. I love Matthew Holness. I was gonna say, um, Suspiria. Hopefully, we'll speak to that. Speak about that soon. But I, by the time this airs, I'll have seen it. You would have seen it. Cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna yeah, see it on Saturday night. Um, it's all booked, and I'm really, really excited about it. Hey. Um, I've heard some good things about it, and um, I'm can't say I absolutely respect the original and 
I absolutely respect Argento. Mm -hmm. We've had some good times with him. Yeah, we have. But Suspiria is such a... I don't think it's the film that I enjoyed. I can it was an experience. So many, yeah, but everything about it kind of all repelled me, and I think that's the point. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So very interesting to see if this has the same effect. I, I feel like it's going to be quite different in its tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe it might still be completely repelling in in totally in different, different ways. ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm extremely excited about it, uh, uh, and you know, I've been excited about quite a few films this year. I really have, but mm. this is definitely that's up there. Up there, yeah, absolutely up there. Yeah, I'm excited nice, about it. Yeah, nice. so we'll have some good um, films coming up next. We will. Hopefully. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to me spoiler it. Like, literally go in on um, theory about um, Hold the Dark. No, I mean, like, we, we spoil we everything anyway. We might yeah. as well, like, we might as well not hold anything back. No, we exactly. don't usually, but this was just one opportunity where you actually knew more. So to hold back would it's have been one, foolish. <laughs> the so. one opportunity I have. Well, you know no, what? I, no, you know, I know what I, I mean. Know, I know, like, I know. Um, yeah, because sometimes I can barely remember the fucking plots of the films we watched. And a couple, <laughs> listening back, we don't even mention the plot at all. Like, we have a conversation <laughs> assuming that anyone listening has seen the film. And if you haven't, Fuck like you. They, <laughs> they would have no idea what we're talking about. God, I um, can't. Yeah. So I think it's good that we've spoiled, yeah. spoiled everything for everyone. Oh, you've just mentioned Colossal, and it makes me feel sick. That film. Don't 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 think about it. I know. Don't worry about I just hate it. Hated don't, worry, it. Just, um, don't worry about it. Think about um, other things. Think about Beverly Laughlin. Yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt Berry in Matt Beverly Laughlin. Oh. So yes, yeah, so we'll organise the night. You, me, and Gary and Glenn, and we'll watch it. We'll, sure. If that's all right to watch it here yeah, at some point, be lovely. Like yeah, it'd be really nice. Whenever Can't you get wait. a chance, be perfect. Be... We'll do it soon. We'll do yeah. it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming round, and thank you for um, these films. They're good. Thanks for having me, and thanks for always. The films. It's good. Good day to it's you. Been... Sir. Good day to you. <laughs> this is best. <laughs> yeah, see you later. Bye, babe.